1: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Footy Territory, and Podcast. Where today we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from July the seventh, nineteen ninety. This episode is the, I guess I'll call it the pre Great American Bash show, because the way they position this thing is like they're doing some live in or scenes from the Great American Bash, and we're going back and forth from there to the building we're in. And it aired the same night right before the Bash pay per view, so that JR and everyone else could plug the Bash nonstop during the show. Sitting here with Doc and Not Hard Body Hopper. Man, we've been floating around these recording days. I think we're for the okay, three weeks in a row now, we're on a different day of the week. That generally does not happen with us. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we get it out so often on time. But you know, life, holidays, all that stuff gets in the way. So this one is coming. This one is just Doc and I. Harper couldn't make it due to shoot job blues. Doc, let me welcome you in. Uh, see how you're doing, and if you're doing well.
2: Well, I'm usually doing pretty good. How about yourself, little buddy? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Why is that funny?
1: No, you're so funny. Why? You're funny.
2: Why? I'm, uh, am I yeah. amusing to you?
1: You're, you're a very, <laughs> huh. all right. Yeah.
2: I feel bad for Harper. Cause man, you know, he's out there working hard. This is one of those holiday weeks, those supply chains. It's just a mess out there. And you know, Harper's just knee deep in the middle of it. Who? The uh, only thing I hope is that he comes back with some exciting stories of things he's seen out on,
1: out on, all right, you just disappeared. No, oh, I'm here, bro. You said I uh, did. You mute yourself because somebody walked in the room.
2: No, no, no. It's uh, Skype's being weird or my connection's being weird. I can't tell you. It's it's okay. it's going to be they, one of those nights. I can tell you. Get
1: Get that Ethernet uh, cord plugged in and stop making excuses.
2: It's plugged in. That's that's fun. That's the thing that's most troubling here. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. What were you saying?
2: I got and a you, new. I got a new Ethernet cord. It clicks. It locks in. It doesn't come out when I move anymore. And I'm just telling you, it feels, everything feels tenuous. We're on a bad night, a different night. We don't have Harper. This is a bullshit go-home show. We're just going to have to put on our working boots, Mike.
1: Creatures of habit, man. We're creatures of habit. I mean, Well, know, and
2: and we're, to, to let everybody in a little bit here, because we're all one big BTT family, except for some of you. Um, It's, it's. It's the week of Thanksgiving right now.
1: Yeah. It happens. So
2: our normal our normal recording night is the night where we're probably gonna have to help out with some, you know, holiday preparations. Um and then tomorrow we were gonna do it on Tuesday of Thanksgiving. But that's my daughter Shaniqua's uh
1: birthday. You wish her yeah, you know, Shaniqua, right? I okay. wish.
2: Well, my, my son, my son, my son is Latrell.
1: Right. Sure. Okay.
2: And so now we're on a Monday night. We never record on Monday night. I feel like we're not ready. The technology is against us. Harper's not here. I feel like we're, we're trying to drive the ball down the field into a very, very stiff wind.
1: I mean, we're recording so early in advance. It's, damn near two weeks before this show will drop but you know we've been doing there's been so many flips and dives lately with the schedule of us recording it happens no excuses but here's the thing show gonna come out on time we're gonna have it well i mean that's not that's not part of this
2: that's up for debate
1: well of course i wasn't saying it would be but i was just 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 making a point you know we we always get a show out always yeah always we we are the, the the we are the the champions of that. But, uh, Doc, real quick before we get into this, because I see you're you're avoiding the elephant in the room. But that's fine. What's the, I, I get it. What's
2: the elephant in the room?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you go. You're you're avoiding it. You're avoiding it. I, I I see how it is. Keep that same energy when when things don't go the other way for you. All right. Let you me just, just ask. Don't say you, nothing about just, it. No keep, no no. Keep that same energy. It. Okay let me ask you I mean y'all might be me. back on the y'all might be back on the winning side of things by the time this That's airs true. so I don't know what the problem is and why you're being so
2: well you know, I just wanted to know something here can, can you answer me a question
1: it depends I'll think about it
2: what's wrong with your team
1: I didn't have expectations like you you, you sprung upon the world I but never said nothing.
2: We're supposed did to be buddies they, what, here, and you're supposed to play the Eagles.
1: Please, right. t- please tell me at what point I was screaming 17-0 and Super Bowl Suck It, especially, especially this year, especially. I wasn't saying it when Breeze was at the helm. So you have a you problem right now you need to work through, okay, pal?
2: Well, here's the thing.
1: You, ain't guys no thing.
2: The, you guys played the Eagles yesterday and let Leo Rush beat you.
1: I guess, if you want to say that, you know, whatever. It happens. Wasn't surprised.
2: So you won't take the bait there, so let me see if I can help out a little bit.
1: You really want to get me hot and bothered and get me all pissed off and working to a shoot? You need to talk about those goddamn pathetic pelicans.
2: No, no, no. I got something even better. That's
1: a real, real, real piece of shit show.
2: Well, it is. It is. But that's, that's really to be expected. Um... What do you think Zion's eating right now
1: <laughs> the The better question would be what is he not eating
2: right so here's my question and this will be great because it's it's timely and notice how I'm wording this question for you here
0: mm-hmm.
2: how will the NCAA fuck somebody in the selection of the college football playoffs and who's most likely to receive? the penetration.
1: So Cincinnati will get screwed. And you know, this is, you know, LSU is having a bad year, but I, I enjoy college football. You already know that about me. And, um, you know, here's the thing to keep in mind. There's a, like, I know you're going to think I'm crazy when I say this, when this airs, there's still going to be a lot left to be played. I mean, Michigan, Ohio state will be already have been played by the time you hear this and whoever wins that, but so to help out got, our audience,
2: to help out our audience. Who are the teams that are gonna make you insane if they get in?
1: You know, surprisingly, Alabama's not one of them. I can't explain no, 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 it. No. I don't that, that, have a hatred for Alabama. And I should, but I don't. I don't I, don't. I, mean, I, I like Sabin, even though he's like a crusty old like Mr. Wrestling I wouldn't team trust type Saban with
2: my I wouldn't trust Saban with a nickel, but I don't hate him.
1: Well, I don't think he's, you know, playing grab ass under the table with the waitress at Hooters either. Like, I just don't, whereas Urban Meyer is, so I've got a, you know, hatred for whatever he
2: does. Who do you hate on? Who are we, who are you rooting against getting Uh, in?
1: Like, Urban Meyer made me hate Ohio State for eternity.
2: That's a a factual statement for both of us.
1: That's one. Um, I don't hate Georgia. So if Georgia and Alabama get in, I really don't care. What I don't want to see Ohio State in, and I sure as hell don't want to see Notre Dame in. I, especially if Cincinnati continues on and goes undefeated, I I don't see how a one-loss Notre Dame gets in over Cincinnati, who beat them in their own house. So So that would that would make me um, do just. It would just piss me off to no end the fact that I'd have to see. Like, And I think Cincinnati's going to get crushed by whoever they play. But they deserve the chance. But they deserve the chance to get their ass whooped. (laughs) But here's the thing. Notre Dame, if they got in as the number four and played Georgia or Alabama, they're going to get their ass handed to them, too, like they continue to do in the playoffs. And I don't hate Notre Dame. I just get tired of seeing them get put in the playoff and getting it handed to them. Like, it's just – it's repetitive.
2: Yeah, I think you and I – Agree on college football.
1: Yes, very much.
2: Second second most behind 80s wrestling.
1: Yes. But there's still so much to be played with those conference championship games in that last week of the year. Like, that... Dude, there's so much that always changes when when those games start being played out, and it's the weirdest thing. The book look, I'm about to sound like a wrestler. The bookers really start being able to 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 break things down and figure out who they want to book. I mean, you know, you got Cincinnati versus East Carolina, and Lord, if they East Carolina pulls off an, an upset because that's what the bookers booked, that's gonna be crazy. Um, you know, Michigan and Ohio State. There's a lot that can happen there. Although I think the bookers put Ohio State in. There's just so much that ends up happening in that last week. And then when you and ed- in, go into the, the, the conference championship games, man. Um, but the SEC is generally always booked strong. And as long as Georgia wins and it's Georgia and Alabama and Bama beats Georgia in the SEC title game, they're both going to be in. The funny part is if Alabama loses but it's close and they mm-hmm. get in at two losses – then you know that's a real Booker action. <laughs> well,
2: college football is a lot like wrestling. Very it's best much. when it's best when the Southern promotions are are doing well.
1: Boy, don't they love the Southeastern Conference Southern Promotions, bro. You think about it, even a year when Alabama doesn't win, what do they do? They book LSU strong to just beat the hell out of multiple top 10 teams in a season. And then they go in and they just just beat the brakes off of Oklahoma, scoring 70 points. And then they beat Clemson pretty handily. But, I mean, look, man, they wanted to keep the strap on uh, the NWA title in the South like they they did back in the day
2: i think i think it's partly c- crowd control <laughs> keep the keep the rubes in the south under control and give them something to to bank on and and keep them out the streets and off the meth hopefully
1: that's nice doc might be some I, truth I, to I, that, but it's a
2: dumpster agree. fire down there so i think it's the it's the one thing they can all agree on I mean uh, you got people down in the south that can't spell college that are rooting for these pe- these teams so I'm that's all I mean.
1: All right. If you say so. I'm not going to insult our wonderful southern listeners.
2: Well and, well those people aren't the people I'm talking about.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, I and you.
2: I would assume that our listeners are are even more disgusted with these hillbillies than we are cuz they have to interact with them on a daily basis.
1: That's nice, doc. Unless Here's they live me. in a
2: gated community where they can be separated.
1: Oh boy. There you go. Well, Doc, um I'm going to assume we're done with the college football portion. That of was the a show. that was
2: a really awesome college football roundup for the day. Um it was. appreciate appreciate the uh the scholarship that we put into that, the uh the true uh smart guy talk that we put on that. Um Oh, I was going to ask you. Survivor series was last night. How many minutes of Survivor series did you watch?
1: Didn't see a second of it and don't care. I'd love to give more time to shouting out our largest patron contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy Marky e. Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous Patreon support each and every month. Uh, Blassie will be coming back on the show. It's going to end up being sometime in December. We actually had something scheduled for last week, but it fell through. Um, we had to reschedule and... Uh, so that's that. But thank you very much for your support. Very thankful all the time, but especially thankful during the holiday season. And I want to mention two other things. Again, we're recording these things all out of the days we're recording. These things are wild. Like Doc said, we're recording this on a Monday. We usually do our shows on Wednesday. This is a week and a half, almost two weeks before this show will drop. So if I don't mention your name and you signed up anytime the week of Thanksgiving, that's why Russ P and Chris H Thank you for signing up and becoming Patreon members. It is appreciated. Enjoy all of the extra Patreon content, including the Great American Bash pay-per-view, which will be out uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving. No, no, the, no. The Friday, the, the week after Thanksgiving, the Friday after that uh, is when it'll come out. So that'll be the first Friday in uh, December will be the Great American Bash pay-per-view. I think it's going to be a hot one, be a great one. So you'll be able to get that and you can get all of the pay-per-views and clashes we've done to date which have been very good shows, if I say so myself. And if you're not a patron, become one. TinyURL.com slash Patreon BTT. That's TinyURL.com slash Patreon Become a patron, get access to all that great content. You'll enjoy it, I promise you. Good stuff, non-wrestling stuff, wrestling stuff. 300-plus episodes available, plus the video versions of these shows. Now, Doc, I know you were... Uh, now, Mike, it...
2: we just had a we just had a sound in the house. You know what that means. What's that? My doorbell just rang.
1: Okay, so you do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some plug. I got to mention a couple five star reviews, and then I'll wait for you to come back, and we'll continue. So I want to mention a couple five star reviews, and for whatever reason, if you post and you're not in the U.S. where we're based, we only see the U.S.-based Apple Pod reviews for some odd reason. Uh, I guess it's just how the algorithms and things work. I don't know. I'm not that technical. I barely know how to get a podcast out there and I need help with that help with that sometimes. So I want to mention B Dugan. I think that's Brenna in our Facebook group and uh, Canadian review. And uh, Brenna, you posted this a couple weeks back. So it's just showing up and I saw it on another application. That's the only reason I'm seeing it. I didn't see it on Apple. And it says BTT gets me through my bad days. And honestly, I love the filth and unprofessionalism of this show. And I'm a docaholic for life, except for docs. Baseball is better or baseball is better than soccer. And I'm a Canadian. I don't like hockey, though. So thank you, Brenna, for the five star review. Very much appreciate it. And I think I got one more looking around here.
2: What in the name of Andre Dawson and Tim Raines is that person talking about?
1: <laughs> or maybe it
2: was the, one of the great outfields of the '80s with George Bill, Lloyd Mosby, and Jesse Barfield.
1: Mm, okay. Um, Jimmy actually, Key
2: with, Jimmy Key was on the mound. Dave Steve. Hey, we could Steve Rogers over in Montreal. We could talk Canadian baseball. That's. Fine. Let me tell you
1: something. The Canadian Football League is better than both soccer and baseball. I am eyeballs deep, elbow deep in CFL lately. I. I it's tremendous stuff. The playoffs start this weekend. It's fantastic. Once you get past a few things with the two downs and the way they play the game and some of the weird stuff they do.
2: Wait, 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 really wait. Two it. downs? What does that mean?
1: Well, I'm three downs, so you three downs to get a first down. So it's uh it's first and ten, but you only have three downs. So you got first down, second down, you don't get it. Punt, field goal. It's a, plus you got the Rouge, which is one point that you can get. Oh, it's true. Dude, it, it, there's been some weird stuff. I had him bring it up on the show, but there's things I've I see in Canadian football. And I'm like, God, that rule would be great for the NFL. The NFL will never do it because Uncle Raj is an idiot. You know, he books great stuff. But, uh, you know, how it goes. One more five star review. It says brilliant it says thanks for a great podcast. Didn't get the NWA in the UK very often. So this is all new. Your comments crack me up. Keep up the good work. The person who wrote this, it just says UK wrestling fan, and he's in Great Britain. Submitted this one on November the nineteenth of two thousand twenty-one. So thank you, UK wrestling fan. Can you uh, I imagine? I wonder. I don't know if uh, we've got a we've got a ton of UK wrestling fans.
2: Ton of you, them. Can you imagine this era being new to you?
1: It okay. You know what it would be like? It would be it's the closest thing you'll ever get to a time machine as as current technology is. Does that make sense to you?
2: Well, but here's here's the the, the beauty of it. You get into it at the time that it's all available. Like we were scrounging and 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 working to, to get our eyeballs on whatever we could. You just have it. I mean, you can push a button.
1: Yeah, you can push a button and watch all of them <laughs> instantly. Whereas you and I were trying to, I was trying to get over to Uncle Joe's house, but you were trying to just get the grandma and grandpa's house where they had TBS so you could watch it.
2: Look, I think Saturday. That the UK, I know that the UK struggles with having food that's edible and like dental hygiene. Jeez. But I got to think that uh, he's winning on, this person is winning in the UK over here. They, they're the winner.
1: I think, and I don't know how long this person's been listening. So I want to make this statement. Just imagine this person is new to us and hasn't been listening for the the run we've been on with the Saturday night show since the uh, 85 time frame. Imagine they stumbled on it within the last six months and they got all that 85 stuff that they're watching and listening to up through now. Can you imagine the utter joy that this person is experiencing?
2: We should all be so happy.
1: Good God. I mean you wanted to you know Hopper said living a dream, brother. That is living the dream. That is I, it, totally living dream.
2: I want to come over to the UK and hang out with that person. Man. I mean, I'm not going to, but you know what I mean. Sure. And this other person was a docaholic, you said, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is that a female name on there?
1: That sure was, yes. I told you. <laughs> that. I mean, you know, nobody's yeah. perfect. She's a good she she's a good person. She's in the face. Well,
2: right? she got my attention with that female name and saying she liked the filth.
1: Do you have any other flips and dives before we get into the show? Catorce I, y tres y no mas, catorce y tres.
2: Well, that was that what I sang before was the feel good hit of the fall. <laughs> it's the winter time now. So you're we need to change that song
1: up yeah sure uh I, before i share my screen with you so we can talk about this episode that has some reviews uh replays and they're pushing the pay-per-view on us uh you got any other flips and dives as i'm getting this thing uh squared away for you bud
2: um i did watch the episode
1: <laughs> thank god
2: <laughs> man i've only not watched the episode like once that was the only time. Maybe one other time, and I don't like it. I mean, it's Harper can float through life, but you and I are the guys that prepare, and we don't over prepare for this show. But for me to be what I want to be on the show, I need to watch it. That was really difficult last week, so I need to come out and apologize to all the fans. It was a it was a miscommunication. It was an honest mistake. I watched a program. It was just the wrong one. Um, and so I've, I'm locked <laughs> and loaded. I'm ready. Hey man, things happen, you
1: know, it just hit me. You watched the one we're going to do in a few days. You watch right. that one two weeks ago. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't have to watch uh,
2: I... anything for a while based on our upcoming schedule. I mean, we're not, we don't have to get into it for everybody, but basically I have a couple of weeks off after that
1: yeah we, we we're scrambling. it's the holidays there's there's things going on. let's just let, let me just say it like this. The shows are going to come out. We've just had to record things somewhat out of sequence and in uncon- not normal times, but you're going to get the shows uh, unless there's a you know and, and,
2: and We might be bragging on ourselves, but at least we're not going to an ad every 38 seconds. And mm-hmm. if you're listening to other wrestling podcasts out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about these days
1: hmm amen it's I won't it say is more
2: it is tiptoeing through a minefield to get any usable content out of these shows before we go to another commercial for something that you ain't ever gonna buy never never
1: ain't never ever. ever i've been
2: listening how long have we been listening to these gimmicks six years. seven years
1: I haven't even listened to most, unless you tip me on to something like the buddy Landell story on the corny, one of the corny shows recently. I Mm -hmm. don't, I'm, I'm not going to say I never listen. I just, I've been so busy. I haven't really been able to. And, you know, summer's gone. I used to get a lot of listening on um, during while I was cutting the grass and doing some yard work. Um, because you know, unlike you, I don't pay anybody to do that because I'm too cheap. <laughs> and I would, I would get, I would get a lot of listening in during the during the yard work stuff. But man, uh, summer's gone, and it's uh, I get a little bit of listening in when I go walk the dog, but it, that's not the same. It doesn't but take. But you've been long.
2: around. We've been around these things for years. So now my question is, how many products have you bought because you heard it on one of them and went, oh?
1: I've bought one product, but it, it wasn't because of a, it, it's a product that is plugged or was plugged years ago. Um, but n- never, it wasn't because of an ad on a pod. It was because of a, you know, I'd heard it, uh, not heard it, but seen it elsewhere on television. It's, so it's,
2: it's the don croutons, isn't it?
1: No, 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 no. That that's no,
2: it is, no. isn't it? You no, needed no, 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 some no, help no. in the bedroom.
1: No, 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 It's, it's not that. No, But, um, But
2: I'm zero for I'm zero for a million. I've never well I I
1: I may have said it. It was um, it it was, and I only had it for like a month until I discovered you bought
2: one of those gold dip roses, didn't you?
1: No, it was the 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 shave stuff, but I only had it for like a month to, to because I had that's when I discovered um the the company formerly known as Dor- Dorco which is the same blades except it's not a monthly subscription you just buy a bunch which I still got a bunch of them even though they're sold Me on too. Amazon now Uh they're not you can't buy them off the website anymore when they were dirt dirt cheap but yeah I, I I that was it it was when that company and I don't even I don't remember even hearing those on wrestling pods that was heard on like just sports-based pods I remember they were doing ads there but I had heard about them well before that we're talking five six years ago so uh but i've never bought a product because of a podcast so i say all that to say become a patron tinyurl.com slash patreon btt because we don't do ads like we don't do ads doc and i get on here and look yeah we're almost 30 minutes into this thing now but guess what we freaking we we talked about things we didn't do ads we had some football discussion and now we're about to talk wrestling
2: all we did was cut a promo on the ads
1: yeah well and we're about to talk wrestling and you won't have an interrupted ad other than me going you know be like that crank off idiot javorski and become a patron tinyurl.com slash patreon btt or or like our our friend over in can you can you, you imagine
2: what can you imagine what javorski was doing yesterday i mean just just to squeak by the lions like that i mean i'm sure he has passed out somewhere today from all the
1: Oh, you know, he talks about Action. Super Bowl and then he starts making excuses the minute after. He's a, he's a he's something else as a fan. But you know, we got brother Dave over there in Australia who we brought back to life. You know, the man the man suffered a well, heart we give, attack. We are you know?
2: givers of life. That's what he's this a,
1: is. He's a BTT Hall of Fame patron and has been one for a number of years. So yeah, become a patron. Tinyurl.com dot slash patreon btt. Not only are you helping support the show. I
2: can't I can't tell that story enough. Miss Doc just walked in the room and I can't tell that story enough. We brought a man around the other side of the world back to life
1: well that's what happens when you're as good as
2: clinically us. dead and we metaphorically breathed the breath of life into him
1: that's right so become a patron get 300 what, other, what
2: other podcasts could do that
1: none because none. they're too busy selling ads And imagine if he'd have heard those ads when that heart attack happened he would have never came get back to been, life because all he would have been thinking is flat. oh god this is the end <laughs>
2: No paddles, no nothing.
1: No nothing. So anyway, become then we'd a patron
2: to in the DNR, bro.
1: Tinyurl.com/slash/PatreonBTT. Do it. You'll appreciate it, and we'll appreciate it because you're supporting the show. Now, on that note, the video version's been going for a few minutes. I'm gonna hit play oh, on really? it. Yeah, we were just chit-chatting it up. Uh, the show it, starts. It
2: didn't, it didn't show for me. It now it did.
1: The show starts. Uh, the opening of the show, we see another short video package of Vader, and then we see Jr. Uh, he's going to uh, intro the show. He is actually in front of the Memorial Stadium in Baltimore, which I believe is now torn down. Uh, But he's there and he says, we're in Baltimore for the Great American Bash. And then he throws it to Gordon and Bob Cottle, who are actually on commentary from this week's episode. When they go to them, here, I'm going to play it, Doc, uh, here in a second. Let's play it there. They're about to go to it. Here it is. This is Gordon and Bob Cottle in a run-in.
3: Thank you very much, Jim Ross, and welcome, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling. I'm Gordon Sully, along with Bob Cottle, and we've got a great hour in store for you. And, of course, Bob, tonight is the night of the Big Bad.
0: Gordon, this is the night we've all been waiting on. Wrestling fans around the world have been waiting. Sting is going to get his opportunity tonight. Can he do it? Here's a man that has suffered. He said... The agony of waiting so long is that knee and the pain, the suffering that he's gone through while he's been recovering. Can he come back? And is he ready? That'll be answered
2: tonight.
3: All of the stipulations have been set for this match tonight. I might point out a little bit later on in the program. We will be talking exclusively to Sting and the World Heavyweight Champion, Ric Flair. We'll be hearing more from Jim Ross from Baltimore as things go. Wait a
0: second. What I want to know, Gordon, is why, why am I not on this card? Tonight's the biggest thing going around the United States. And again, I got to put up with all these people, all these promoters, all these people that's got the power to keep me out of it. I want to know why. Tell me why. Nobody's got a reason. That's why. Because they're scared of me. Well, I just might show up down there anyway. I just might just jump in there and beat somebody up and show up that I am back. And they can't keep me out. Don't book me. I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up whether they like it or not. Nobody keep me out because I do what I damn well want to. That's yeah, why.
3: Well, you've made your point, Mr. Hanson. Well, let me, me tell you something about that.
0: Also, we'll be seeing a history
3: of the feud between Sting and the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Rick Flair.
1: Right now, though, it's time for
3: action. Let's go to the
1: ring. Well, Stan Hansen runs in and wants to know why he's not a part of the pay-per-view, and I think I kind of agree with him. Doc, what are your I, thoughts on? Same on
2: thing. This? I was like, he's got a point there. <laughs> Does, he, like does, he, does was... he seem just a little bit, and I don't mean a lot, but just a little bit more cartoonish there?
1: Maybe a little.
2: Okay, so here's the other thing. Look, you are never going to get me to complain about So and Caudill. Those are institutions. They are uh, legends. They are geniuses. But... If we are talking about trying to be young, trying to be youthful, Ruse, Nintendo, national programming, those guys are a combined 140 years old. Good point. And so my point is, we're you know you say this a lot of times about AEW, but this is schizophrenic. I'm not hating on it; I love it, but. We're trying to do two things at one time. We don't, there's no, that's the biggest problem with all of this is other than pushing Sting, there's not a lot of vision. We're all over the place here.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: and I, and, and so whether or not you like Sting up there is sort of irrelevant to what I'm, the point I'm making. The point I'm making is what are we doing? I mean, if you want to skew young, you need Corny, Siobhan, Jr. out there. If in we're fairness, trying to respect, the, if we're trying to respect the past, I'm good here, and I'm good either way.
1: I, I don't see this as being as egregious as Thunderbolt Patterson, because when I talk about bringing the old, you know, the old guys in, I get it, Gordon and Bob are, are the older, but I think that's fine. I think the problem is when you bring the talent in that's, you know, damn near 50 or 50 or older, like what you got with two and Thunderbolt. I like, that's just, that's just makes no damn sense. And, you know, it really,
2: again, it really doesn't. And But the point is, again, they're trying to, what are we doing? Are we trying to appeal with the mutant Ninja Turtles? Are we trying to get the, the stinger over? Are we trying to keep the old people happy with You know, two and Thunderbolt and solely and Caudle. I think you You gotta align. You gotta align around a singular focus.
1: When it comes to commentary, I think you can do both because the commentators aren't in the ring wrestling. But I, I, two and Thunderbolt are inexcusable. And I know, you know, I was a two fan in mid south, but he was old back then, and that's eight years before this, seven years before this. So you know, I, I I just
2: I feel like there's never been a day when Mr. Wrestling Two wasn't fifty years old. Well, yeah,
1: I mean that's true too. I mean because by the time I watched him, he's you know <laughs> old, but it worked. What he did with Magnum in Mid South—if you ever watched that angle—it was ex- exceptional because of how they did it. They actually sold it as he was the old guy teaching the young guy, you know, coaching him, and and it worked. That angle was brilliantly done because of how it was done, where he was the old guy passing on the knowledge. They weren't trying to make him the the freaking you know world heavyweight champion at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of fine when you're talking about commentary, but uh, I mean, I see your point. It just doesn't make any sense with two and Thunderbolt here at this time. Any other thoughts on Hanson? I know you said he was kind of cartoonish there. He's got the tobacco drooling off his lip and chin again. And he says he's showing up to the pay-per-view anyway. And you know what? I can't blame him.
2: I 100% agree.
1: All right. On that note, we do go to the first match. And if you're uh, watching on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon you'll see we've got the Rock and Roll Express taking on Barry Horowitz and Zan Panzer. We do see a picture-in-picture from Teddy Long talking about the Rock and Rolls match taking place against Doom in just a couple of hours at the pay-per-view. So make sure you call and order that. Uh, damn, you know, I mean, the Rock and Roll must have had a private plane to get them to Baltimore that quickly, but uh, you know who's keeping track? The Rock and Roll do win when they hit the double drop kick on Zan Panzer. Doc, any thoughts or comments from this match with uh, the Rock and Roll here?
2: One of the things I thought would have been interesting was if they'd have had them get after two big dudes like Axel Higgins and Mount, you know, something bigger, and change their style a little bit, and talk about how they're they're getting ready to go up against Doom, which is going to be. Uh, they're going to have to do something different. But that's just, you know, how I would have booked it, you know.
1: Well, that's fair leading up because, I mean, they are going to be wrestling against Doom and Doom some big old dudes. So I get it. Not, not a, that's a pretty good it, suggestion. Again, we're not, so myself. yeah,
2: I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade at what they're doing. I'm just trying to say that there might've been a little bit better way to do it, but, you know.
1: Panzer in, you know, on this match my note also Panzer and Horowitz they worked a great match as far as like you know being an being the enhancement talent that we're going to get pinned they both knew what they were doing they looked good i had no complaints on this and rock and roll win anything else doc
2: no i think that's that's a pretty solid assessment of of the enhancement
1: talent we then go uh, Saul and Bob Cottle, throw us back to Baltimore where Gary Juster is speaking to Jim Ross. I don't have any notes from this. Do you?
2: <laughs> I wish J.R. would have looked at him. It's now, Gary. Where are the rats at in Baltimore? How are the there's, rats there?
1: There's really nothing to talk about here.
2: Does is it just me or does he look like a young melter too? Like they could be like, like cousins or brothers or
1: something. I know he looks like Rick Moranis right here, but.
2: That's true, too.
1: That's what I thought. I, yeah. It, n- there's nothing to talk about with this. Um, he's just talking to JR about the pay-per-view. And and
2: that's, so that's, that. that's the thing. Is like This is one of those things that I don't mind. It's okay. And it's something that they would do back when, like, the Crockett Cup and stuff. But it's not 1990 forward-leaning.
1: No. I, I guess it's... It's got a sense of hey, we're live here. We know you're watching the wrestling live back there, but we're live here and bringing everything we can for you at this moment in time. So I mean, I guess there's
2: it it just something. but it there's nothing about it that's there's nothing about that that's going to make you pick up the phone and call.
1: Not from Gary Juster, no. I mean, the JR is going to do some stuff and actually right here coming up in a second. They they will. They replay the the various segments of sting the horseman and flair and all that feud. So, you know, like doc always says, we don't talk about replays unless you specifically got something from it. Do you, sir?
2: I got nothing from it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it, we, there's just nothing there. And then they go to a quick interview with Nick Patrick, who he's got something to say about one of the matches at the bash here it is
3: a reminder in just a few moments i'll be talking to sting and the nwa world heavyweight champion rick flair this will be the final interview between these two men before the title bout tonight on the bash now i want to talk to the senior official for the nwa referees this is mr nick patrick he's been chosen by the board of directors to officiate only one bout tonight and that will be the world title bout well gordon it's a pleasure to be here and there are some special stipulations for this match first off the disqualification rule has been waived there must be a winner either by pinfall or submission and to keep the four horsemen in check the dudes with attitudes will be stationed all the way around the ring now Willie anderson does have the right to be out at ringside however he will be handcuffed to el gigante the largest athlete in the world so that should keep things in check with uh, mr anderson there must be a winner it's going to be a one-on-one situation sting against rick flair and may the best man win and obviously the best man will win tonight there's no question about it now let's go back to jim ross in baltimore
1: thanks very much gordon And i think i know uh so any thoughts on nick patrick saying the dq rule has been waived so basically you know there can't be a dq even though we probably won't see. we're just tonight. gonna
2: stack the deck for that moron <laughs> okay I'm Um, really
1: looking forward to you uh, doing that pay-per-view and seeing if Sting wins it. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Yeah. Never seen the (laughs) pay-per-view. I was honest about that. You didn't believe me, but it was true. Now, (laughs) remember, like, he's not my favorite as a ref, like, in-ring. But remember how good he was becoming the, the the NWO ref and, like, him cutting promos on...
1: Mean Gene Yeah He's that was a wrestler stuff. too So I mean you know He wasn't like he was Wasn't like he was Completely out of place
2: My only My only Gripe with him Has always been How slow He Counts
1: I think he'd be A nitpicky But okay
2: Hey I'm here I'm here to Really dissect the product And get into the business
1: Yeah I mean You're you're an industry expert and We get it We know, we know how it is Inside.
2: Insider Insider
1: Okay, you're an insider for, this
2: week. It's it's for other people to determine if I'm an expert.
1: <laughs> oh, Chris Zaha is going to love that. Okay, so after the Nick Patrick interview, why
2: is he is he does he have something he'd like to say?
1: No, he when, when you said that the first time on the show with a straight face, I'm an industry ex, expert. He 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 was tickled, man. He popped him big time, you know. That you're such a such a student of the game and an industry expert. That's why I say that, you know oh okay well that's nick cute, patrick <laughs> nick patrick uh cuts says uh, the dq is waived uh that rule so there there can't be a dq and then we're back in baltimore with jr as you saw in the patreon video um, mm. jr is plugging the the wrestling hotline and he's can plugging
2: stay right there stay right I there i am
1: i'm not moving it that's why i paused it we're gonna get to what he's talking about in a second but JR is plugging the wrestling hotline and you can, you know, claiming you, the dudes with attitude will be on later taking select calls from fans. And you still have time to call to order the pay-per-view. So do it now. Make sure you order that pay-per-view. Hey, you got to give them credit, man. They're marketing this thing. They're using this hour of time. Uh, it's free advertisement for the pay-per-view this week. And sure, no why not? Do that's, it.
2: that's smart. Now, here's my question for you. Well, can, what can, was let
1: the... Me, let me get to it. No, I had a
2: question about what you just said.
1: Oh, go, 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 go. I'm sorry. What do you think
2: the dog and Orndorf's reaction was when they were told they had to do that?
1: They had to do what?
2: Be on the phone and take calls.
1: Probably were like, ah, it's some bull crap," but you know, mm-hmm. you did pay for it. Mm-hmm. Especially I remember when, oh, back
2: Day, Watts would have fired us
1: for that, you know. But you know, the dog probably was just thinking, Well, a little bit of extra money, but my pocket, I could buy a few more. Getting some extra
2: cheese on his Whopper.
1: That's right, extra cheese on the Whopper, bud. <laughs> oh, so you know. uh We see another video package of Big Van Vader after the JR segment telling us to call and order the pay per view. um uh, It's kind of different than the one we've been seeing because we saw it earlier. Uh, so, they're really plugging that Vader is going to make his debut. And then, Doc had me freeze it on this because we get a match between Tommy Rich and Tim Horner versus the State Patrol. I'm not sure what to say about this. Horner actually looks good without a mullet. Um, Gordon Soly and Bob Cottle, they continue to plug the pay-per-view. And, you know, you can't blame them. They did that all the time during this. <laughs> And I'm gonna stop there because you told me to freeze it. You tell me when you want me to play. We're looking at Horner and Rich on no. the video version. What what do you got? So um You want me to play or leave it there?
2: No, you leave right there.
1: Okay. Is Horner on the gas? He's Possible. huge. I wouldn't call him huge, but he's definitely For him. For him. Big traps on him for sure.
2: Yeah. So do you think he's on a cycle there?
1: It's wrestlers. I wouldn't put anything past a wrestler.
2: Well, and he's standing next to the walking personification of drugs and alcohol.
1: <laughs> so it's gonna make him look even better. Because as far as I know, well, and I don't you, think Tim hey, was the a
2: thing, man. You know, we bag on Mr. Horner quite a bit, but he's like, oh, he's like Arn Anderson's best friend in the business, along with Bobby Eaton.
1: Did you hear the story Arn told about the time he and Tim worked the Superdome show on Thanksgiving night in 80... '82? Had to be '82.
2: No, I mean, I heard it, but I hear lots of things and I drink a lot, so you might want to refresh my memory.
1: So, anyway. Or, you know it's Thanksgiving night they're, they're working the Superdome and they're, they're living in Baton Rouge in an apartment and there was some some bum that I guess Tim knew if I, I don't remember if I'm getting the story right it was somebody Tim knew wasn't really a friend but he was some bum that lived in the apartment and he's telling the story to old Connie so Connie you know give us a free plug every now and then man we don't complain about you man you know you're all right you got a lot of ads but you know, <laughs> so he's telling this story and it's Thanksgiving. So, you know, they don't have their fan. They're not, you know, ha- I don't think Arndt had a family at the time. You know, He's an underneath guy. Tim's an underneath guy. But they're working a big show down at the Superdome and they're going to drive home afterwards. So before they left Baton Rouge, which is about an hour, 10, 15 minutes from the Superdome, um, they put a pot roast on in like a big crock pot to slow cook. Mm-hmm. Start-
2: Baby's got um, a pot.
1: Baby's got a pot roast on, and they, they had those you know those those rolls you know, and they were gonna they were gonna uh, warm those up when they got back, and that was gonna be like their Thanksgiving meal, and you know they had other things besides the pot roast, some um, few other things I guess some you know some uh, sweet potatoes and you know things that you eat at Thanksgiving. But the pot roast in in the gravy was Arn kept gushing about it. He's a Southerner, so I get it. You know, you dip the bread in the gravy. You know, it's it's kind of gross to some people, but you know, us Southerners, man, we 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 do that type of thing. Well, why this, is that this,
2: gross? That's how it's done.
1: Some people think that's gross. If you're gross.
2: not you, if you're not using a roll or piece of bread to sop up some gravy, and <laughs> sop is a word,
1: it is a word. Sop it up
2: to get you some gravy then I got to say that you're eating thing. You're eating wrong.
1: The guy that is, I guess, he's not really a friend. He's just like a hanger around or whatever. And I, I don't remember the full story behind this guy. And Tim knew him.
2: So what you're saying is he's the half pint of the organization.
1: I got it. I wouldn't insult half pint like that. Although half <laughs> yeah. pint, you had a lot of jokes when they beat the Saints. But you done lost now to the Texans twice and the Jets How won. How does that so, happen? Slow your roll, partner. Um Yeah, partner. I, I, half Pine knows I love him. But th- so this guy, he's kind of like just a bummish type dude. I think we've all been around him. You know, somebody who never had their own money. Even when we were all broke, Doc, we still tried to pay for our own beer or liquor or whatever. This guy's just so kind of like he's a the tinkerer
2: of the organization. Okay.
1: Okay, maybe, maybe so. Well, I don't remember if you know. This is back in the early '80s. I think Tim and. Arn, you think you should leave? The, I guess they left. I don't know if the apartment was unlocked or the guy had a key. Don't know. I don't remember the full story. So I don't want to be critical of them. So Arn and Tim got the pot roast on and they got everything slow cooked. And Arn's like saying, man, we're riding back. We're, you know, Tim and I are driving back from, from Baton from New Orleans. And we're, all we're thinking about is, man, it's Thanksgiving. You know, uh, you know, we'll get home, man. we're All we can think about is, is digging into that pot roast and, Sopping, literally he says it on the pot I think sopping it up with the bread the gravy he's like you know we hadn't eaten since earlier in the day that's all we can think about he said they opened the door to the apartment and the whole pot roast was gone the dude was at the table with a fork mm. or a spoon eating it out the crock pot I believe and <laughs> literally like drinking the gravy and on I think Arn wanted to kill him and Tim stopped him, but Arn was like, I was so pissed off because I was so damn hungry. He just was, he was ready to erupt. So anyway, it's, it's a good, it's on one of those when Arn rebooted his show and he started talking about territory days and things like that. It's on one of those shows when he was working for Watts and it's, it's tremendous. Those, story, those episodes where he talked about working for Watts are phenomenal. Because it's a young Arn Anderson breaking into the business and you get to hear the things he dealt with, worked through, before he's the Arn we all know and love. It's tremendous. Go give it a listen. I highly recommend it. Those specific episodes. So anyway, can you Doc, can you imagine if somebody was just drinking out of your crock pot the gravy and sopping the bread up and then finish your whole pot roast? Arn said that dude ate the whole thing.
2: That's an ass whooping.
1: Bruh. I'm not gonna say what thing. I want to do because here's
2: the thing, man. We <laughs> we would be mad now, but we could just, you know, call DoorDash and get you some food delivered. Back then when you're scrounging and, <laughs> and, and hustling and you don't have extra money, bruh,
1: Christmas of eighty two, it didn't I, work like that.
2: I splurged. And I got this pot roast and you ate it. So you got to go.
1: Yup. Well, on that note, we'll go to the match the State Patrol versus Tommy Rich and Tim Horner. Uh, This actually, I think, also aired on the 7 7, July 7th edition of the NWA Power Hour. So it's airing on Saturday night. How long
2: is this thing?
1: Bruh, they went a long time.
2: Is this the longest match in the history of Saturday night?
1: Not the longest match because it's it's just a little over 10 minutes, but it's long. I mean, that's long. And, you know, they're running point. out the clock on the pay-per-view at the, to get to the pay-per-view. They, they can't do anything worthwhile at this point.
2: I feel like that the team of Tommy Rich and Tim Horner would be your favorite tag team of all time. In fact, I think they ought to come, be called Team Menace.
1: No, no thank you.
2: Hey, you get I, on me and, and I'll get you off.
1: I did right come unglued when I was taking notes for this because I didn't remember it. I was like, "These two take." Boy, this tremendous. is
2: for all my wonderful baseball fans out there. This is an innings eater. All right, guy, bullpen's depleted. We're going to need six, seven out of you to six or seven out of you today, and you're going to stand out there and take it if you get whooped.
1: That's exactly what it was. In an eater. Big time. And, you know, but it is, to we be know, fair...
2: We know you'd only throw 86 on a good day, but the mound is that way, pal.
1: Let's be fair. They, these guys are... These are four talented guys. I mean, the State Patrol...
2: Oh, yeah, there's nothing technically wrong with any of this. It's we've just, said it. Man, I'm trying to be hype about this pay-per-view, and this ain't the... This
1: ain't it, and so the state and the state patrol—they're—they're an underrated enhancement talent team. We've had that discussion numerous times. Tim Horner, for his lack of promos, is a really outstanding professional wrestler, and Tommy Rich—I have fun with him. He's not bad. I mean, these are four guys Mm. know what they're doing. I've said that for weeks now. Great, He's the greatest NWA world champion of all time. Just wait till that pay-per-view and you see who he wrestles. Boy, they really turned back the clock on that one. <laughs> um, but, anyway, Tommy Rich is going to hit the Thez press onto, I think it was Buddy Lee Parker, and Rich and Horner actually end up winning by pin. But, man, I got to tell you, Doc, they did go quite some time as we're talking about it here. What Did, did you have anything else from this?
2: Wrong team won.
1: <laughs> you, th- you thought the State Patrol should have won? Sure. State Patrol... Uh, let me tell you something. I, I know you, you, you may not have paid attention. When Tommy Rich comes in fired up, if you watch his punches when Tim tags him, he is not making contact with the State Patrol. Watch his punches. Just Just pay attention. He ain't getting close. It, it's... No. You, you can't tell so much... But he throws five, six punches, and he doesn't—he doesn't get within six inches.
2: Bruh, and the State Patrol wrestled Brian Adams and Vincent on the January fifth, nineteen ninety-nine episode of Worldwide. Hmm.
1: They're around forever, man.
2: And they got sticking power. I mean, I realize that one of them's at the power plant, but you know what I mean. They're
1: good. I mean, they're good wrestlers. I mean, it's
2: it's. There's nothing wrong with any of these four guys.
1: Yeah, you probably could have gave them a mouthpiece, like a manager, to talk some crap, and you'd actually would have had a legitimate tag team. Because if you just had a a a
2: man, think about Mitchell. Think about Van Horn. Right about now, being their manager, talking about all the crimes that they see and stop.
1: I'm just saying, yeah, if they had a mouthpiece, man, you could have built them into something. The thing is, by the time you get to that era with the Monday Night Wars and in the 96, there's a million people under contract with this company. And they've got 20 hours of television, but they still, you know, those guys are Saturday night staples. And they got some wins here and there. They're good, though. All right, I'll keep moving, Doc. We get a promo from Paul Orndorf. He's pretty much promoting the Great American Bash and what's going to happen there. Do you have any thoughts from it? I It's kind of quick. I hadn't planned on playing it. No. Potatoes. He's just talking about ordering a bash and whatnot. Uh, we then get a Great American Bash pay-per-view graphic. Make sure you order. We go back to Baltimore, where now Jim Ross is sitting in the stands of the Baltimore arena. He's no longer standing I'm much outside more, of...
2: I'm much more interested thinking that he's searching
1: for rats. Okay. He's no longer at Memorial Stadium outside shooting from the from there. He's now inside... And he's telling us, call your pay-per-view provider now and order the pay-per-view. You got to do it now. And I've got nothing else there. But then we go to another meat and potatoes promo. Well, I don't want to say meat and potatoes. This is wrong. We go to Ric Flair and Sting, who are with Gordon Soley, each on a different side. I don't know if I like that, but okay. Uh, Let's hear what they have to say. Here it is.
3: Well, as I had said earlier on in the program, this will be the final interview before the confrontation between Sting and the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair. Attorneys from both sides have assured me that there will be no confrontation here. I want you gentlemen to know I respect you as professional athletes. I hope you respect the professionalism of what we're doing in this moment. First of all, Sting, are you 100%?
0: you step into the ring with Ric Flair or any of the horsemen, he wasn't six-time world champion with the horsemen all the time, so he hasn't needed him all the time. He's done a little bit by himself, because he has been six-time world champion, and I know to hop in a ring with him, I do have to be 100%, and that's exactly what I am. Don't be out here! Don't be out here telling them who I am! I know who I am! I'm the World heavyweight champion. Well, we're gonna find out if you're really the man. The seven. You're gonna to have to walk down that aisle. I'm ready to walk down. And you're out. gonna have to show these idiots and him and most of all me that, we'll that you're you ready. We'll, we'll find w- out. If you're or you're or the or man, Rick.
3: Hey, wait a minute,
0: Mr. Anderson. Now, hold yeah. up. Why oh. you take it easy, Gordon? Just kind of stand there for a second. You know, Sting. Get in there. there is. That's a thing. Two guys, two horsemen, mm-hmm. and one of the super dudes, all by his lonesome. You know. Uh, I, a, I don't want
3: any trouble here, sir. Remember. You
0: keep your mouth shut. Hold the microphone. I tell you what, Sting. It's been a long time coming. Every time you get a lesson, you're kind of like a guy with no brains. You always seem to forget. Well, tonight maybe is the chance for you to really learn a lesson. And that lesson's gonna come at the up. hand. What are you gonna do about it? Well, I'll bite his finger up. Yeah! that's what I'll do. Huh? Now, Wait a minute, gentlemen, hold it. Hold it, hold it. Oh, hold it. Can't lie enough, sure. it gentlemen. Go ahead, I'm listening, say what you wanna say. I'm telling you that you better just get ready to have your head pounded into a little hole, because right now's the time to do it. Don't you think so? You... You think I'm not using my head again, Stephanie? Hey, hey! Talk as... talk as people, listen to what I had to say! What you better do, pal! And make your last demand! I don't have any demand! I just want to let you know that I know I'm smarter than to step out here with both of you guys and not think! Well, I am thinking only because check out Amigo, por favor! Ah. You don't have to look oh, around. Me. You don't have to that. You know, pay attention, attention one time. Why don't you both just put around? Don't Why don't you put around and kick out what is behind you? Ah. Stick it out. What do I look like? A guy? Everybody resides the way I want them. Nobody's going to get ripped up because we will see who is really the man on the seventh. You know what I'm talking about, Rick? Think about this. Wow! Wow! Don't wow. 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 fly too far! Give it up there, back player! Give it up there, the world champion! we to go. Get We've got one last word one hour from now you will be mine
1: let's go to the ring please let's go to the ring all in all i thought that was good i like gordon at the beginning i want you guys to know i respect you both as professional athletes the way he says it he gives it kind of a big fight feel and i like that and i just i thought this was good only only sounded just like an old man every old man i've ever heard in my life what do you think i was born yesterday pal i just i thought that was phenomenal what did you take away from this leading it to the pay-per-view
2: yeah i thought it was good too and you know i flare tossing his shades at the beginning was funny his hair looks like white cotton candy right now <laughs> um Oli was great They, Fleer and Ole were were carrying a lot of the water to keep Sting's contribution minimal to, you know, make him look better, which is probably the best thing you can do. The visual of El Gigante is is great. It's just, I mean, we all know his limitations. So there's nothing you can do with that. It is what it is.
1: I agree. Flair and Oli carried this. They made this what it was. Gordon Soley did too at the beginning. And
2: I, I like Oli so much better when he's quiet and smug than cartoonishly upset.
1: Yeah, because we've talked about that. He's not a cartoon character here. He's He's not trying to overdo it. He did it quite simple. That whole, I'm telling you, I mean... How many times did some old dude, when you were young, say, you know, when, hey, look, in old guy, what oh, do you think? I was born yesterday, kid. I mean, you think I was born today? What what the hell? You know, I, I just I think that's perfect. It's just perfect. It is. It's what Ole is. He's a crusty old man, and he's looking at you like, whatever, dude. I'm not turning around. You know, I got X amount of years on you. You think uh, you think this is my first uh, rodeo? I thought that was great. He's he's just oldly looks tremendous, and he's still in the same outfit. We've said that a hundred times now. Any other thoughts as we keep going? No,
2: and I thought that was a good... um, With the pay-per-view looming, I liked that.
1: By the way, I'm going to say it now. I always get my Rolex. I'm going to keep moving.
2: Okay, well, just just go right to the end.
1: Okay. <laughs> Book it, bitch. It is not like there's much else to get from this. It's only 42 minutes without commercials. Uh, Doug Furness takes on Mark Kyle in our next match. You know, I realize... Mark Kyle is helping him, but that's still a big man to military press when he military pressed Kyle. Is
2: that thirty five
1: thirty nine? Uh I think so. That's my I time didn't... stamp here. Let's see. You said thirty five thirty nine. Let's go to mm-hmm. it. Let's see what we get. It might have been it. Um let's see. We're we're a few seconds away. Let's see if this is it. Uh look at that leapfrog. Jesus, he's so athletic. Another one. He gets up so high. Here it is. Like I said, yeah. I know Kyle is helping him, but Doug Furness has to press that big man up. And he, thats he,
2: I, I was like, man, that's strength.
1: Look at him. He takes a while to do it. And then he, I yeah. mean, he didn't it lock out, really good but it, it looks looked good. like a struggle. Exactly. It looked like he was actually doing it. Um, his elbows didn't lock out, but that's okay. Kyle is a big man. And um, Furness is going to end up winning. Big drop kick. And he defeats Kyle. He had a power slam right there, too. Doug Furness is is a freak of nature as an athlete, and I can't say that enough about him. Just there's the drop kick, with the, where he basically does a backflip. Tremendous! Doug Furness looks great again. Any any thoughts, Doc?
2: That was a good little match.
1: It was quick. It Kyle, was real good.
2: Kyle is solid.
1: Kyle is a consummate professional. Bobby Blaze Blaze is good friend.
2: How's Bobby doing these days? We haven't heard from him in a while.
1: Uh, actually I text Bobby from, from time to time, a couple of times a month. I'll check in on him, see how he's oh, doing. Oh, so you I
2: was, can't return my text, but you can text with, with him.
1: Bobby, I was actually asking Bobby about Rocky King recently. If he had contact information on him and Bobby said he didn't, he hadn't talked to Rocky in a while. But, uh, if, uh, if I did get in touch with Rocky, uh, some kind of way, find information on him. He thinks that, uh, Rocky would be a phenomenal guest and he would definitely like say, man, that would be great. So, um, It searches out for Rocky King, but we we haven't been able to track him down at this time. Uh, Keeping it moving, Lex cuts a promo in front of a green screen. You can tell because he's glowing on the edges. (laughs) Uh, He's talking about his match with Mean Mark at tonight's pay-per-view. Does a little flex. Quick 30-second promo. Nothing much to it. Called the dudes with attitudes as well tonight. Any thoughts on Lex's quick promo?
2: It was all right. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, poor Lex. He's slid down the card now.
1: A little bit, yeah. Well, we go straight from Lex to remember Stan Hansen did a run in earlier. Boy, we don't even see if this thing gets uh, announced or not. Stan is pissed because he's not on the pay-per-view and we've got uh he's going to wrestle Dave Reardon when we finally cut to this match as they cut from cut away from commercial. Stan is is entering the ring. And he's got chaps on, cowboy hat on. He's got all his gear on. He doesn't take none of it off. He just starts beating the living hell out of Dave Reardon. I mean, the bell hasn't rung. This poor sap is on. He's just beating him to death. He's beating him on the head with the cowbell. I mean, he just destroys this dude. Kicks him in the face. Um, Picks him up. Doesn't want to pin him. Doc. Get in and get you some of this, because this is basically how we're about to go off air as far as the last match goes. Not really how we go off air, but it's the last match.
2: Thoughts? I like it. Stan Hansen needs something to do. Yeah. And not the way I would go off the air going to the pay-per-view, but, I mean, this is this is Stan Hansen. Wild, unpredictable, hard-nosed, ass-whooping incorrigible redneck all of those things
1: no flips and dives here man just him beating i mean he 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 dude he destroys this dude destroys him it's criminal uh what happens now tommy rich comes out during the match and gordon solely mentions that rich and hansen were one-time tag team partners and close friends and Hanson's going to win with a Lariat after he just basically toyed with Reardon and beat him up the whole time. He never takes his chaps off. And, uh, that's would, how them... I mean, shit. <laughs> Whipping
2: fast enough, you don't even have to take a shower.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Although it's the South. I mean, you know, this poor building probably has no AC. <laughs> mm, <that's laughs> anyway, I'm, I, it's a joke. It's a joke, people. Okay, any thoughts on this, Doc? Any, anything you might have?
2: so is this to imply that tommy rich and stan hansen are about to do something
1: well i guess you got to stay tuned to see if wcw and the nwa can be consistent with their booking as you ask that question
2: i feel like i don't put a lot of confidence in that we'll see we'll see man that's why we watch this is so we can spoilers
1: Hey, the beauty of we this need, is for the people who've never watched it; they don't know, so we can just me. say no spoilers. And the people who have watched it, they can go, "Well, I know what's coming, but uh, I still want to listen to you guys break it all down and talk about it." On I've that never note,
2: seen all the, I've never seen all this bullshit.
1: So again, Hanson wins. Look at the lariat. <clears> nice. I love it, man. I mean,
2: he fucking <laughs> broke Bruno's neck. God damn it! I can't do Darren.
1: I mean, what the, what the hell, Hopp? I mean, uh, just, I mean uh, you know, listen, this week at least you didn't talk about eating this and uh, all those stuff. You know, I just got back from Disney World and it was a good time with my girl, you know. Uh, but, I mean, Hop, where you at, Hop? What, what, what happened this week? Anyway, we made Darren a superstar. It's, it's a shame. Uh, that After Hanson... I feel written, like
2: that's a case where we have we have squandered our... And disrespected our place at the podium and should apologize to everyone for legitimizing this entity.
1: I, I pop would 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 miss the large arms, tells me on the, the last time he recorded. He's a special attraction. You bring him in once every three mo- four months. <laughs> oh boy. All right, Thanks, so the Booker Man. Yeah, you really want to be dying to get them on with your southern wrestling uh, knowledge all of a sudden. One more thing before before they wrap up this show and we rate it and hand out all of our Rolexes. Uh, we see all the cable packages or all the cable uh, air, uh, companies carrying this. Most of them, I guess, is what this is. And then we'll see Gordon Soley, who's going to throw it back to Jim Ross one more time. And Jim Ross continues telling us to call our cable company and to order the pay-per-view. Um, so yeah I looked here a,
2: There's only like two places in Texas That were on there that, And none of them were Conroe, Houston I mean th- That's That's Certainly the biggest Lubbock, Plain Lubbock View.
1: Plainview Plainview Where's Woodlands is north of
2: Houston San Antonio But what about Austin What about Dallas-Fort Worth El Paso
1: I, Yeah I don't think this was all of them Dude I, I think what we see here is Is a lot There's no way this is all of them because I've noticed something. There are major, major cities that don't have it. I find it hard to believe that Morgan City, for example, the what the hell was the company in Morgan City last week? Big L's? Yeah, like how the hell did they have it but New Orleans wasn't on it? Like you see what I'm saying? It just didn't make no sense uh, as we're going off air being told to call uh, our pay-per-view provider. But, again, on that note, that's how they go off air. I thought this was a decent episode. Before we, uh, before we wrap it up, I want to make sure, again, if you want to listen to our Great American Bash review, you got to go to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. i got a feeling this is going to be a great one. It, I, I enjoyed that pay-per-view overall. There was some good stuff on it. And the only way you're going to hear us break that down is by going to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. we got some big-time matches there, some stuff that, I think all of you are going to enjoy. Obviously, we got Sting and Flair. I mean, that's the headline of it all. But there's so much more. Uh, you got the Steiner brothers tagging against the Freebirds that we're going to talk about. That's going to be great. Well, from the Steiner's point of view, let me point that out. That'll be good stuff. We got Brian Pillman and Buddy Landell on that card. Yes. Mm. Um, and no spoilers, but someone may make appearance on the Great American Bash pay per view. Someone, I won't say who. Actually, he wrestled. But we see. We don't know yet. And Tommy Rich and someone else, a former NWA Royal Champion, ought to turn back the hands of time. And one other thing i got to mention, you definitely want to hear Doc and I break down the Midnight Express versus the Southern Boys. I'm just going to say, if you've never seen it and you're waiting until we review it, go watch it now and then listen to us break it down. It. I, I'm not going to say anything else. TinyURL.com, slash Patreon, BTT. You will love that. Uh, Great American Bash review. And you'll get all of our stuff there as well. Uh, And, hey, man, we're past Thanksgiving. We hope you had a good one. Look, go to Amazon. I'm sure you're shopping there. TinyURL.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support the show. Shout out to Mikey and DFW, who literally on social media posted a tutorial, a video tutorial on how to bookmark our link so that you can make sure you use it and your woman use it, your side piece uses it every single time on Amazon. tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Mikey, thank you very much for that. That was,
2: that was sharp. I mean, that, I mean, you know, everybody likes a good visual aid.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, Doc. I handed out my Rolex already. It's yeah. It's I'm gonna going
2: to give mine to Oli as well. Cause I mean, it's just fun when he's there telling you about the ass and you're going to catch.
1: Yeah. How do you not give it to him? Um, so Oli's getting get mine. All right. What are you going to rate this thing? I think I'm going to surprise you with what I rate it.
2: Um, it was just difficult to rate because it didn't grab me, but there wasn't anything wrong with it either. You know,
1: that's a big point. You need to emphasize it didn't grab you. There was nothing offensive, but there was nothing wrong with it. You need her. you gotta, like whenever you say that about wrestling, that's a big thing. Hey, it was nothing really spectacular. The card's already been set for the, for the pay-per-view, but nothing really, you know, nothing was bad. That's, that's huge. You know, keep that in mind. So what are you going to rate it?
2: Well, given that I'm going to say, give me a B.
1: Wow. I can't believe you went, a B. uh, A 42 minutes without commercials.
2: Oh, wait, wait, wait. That was 42 minutes. B plus. Sorry.
1: <laughs> a 42 minutes without commercials. The Sting and Flair and Ole segment was, was tremendous. I liked seeing a little Bob Cottle and Soli on commentary together. You know, it kind of throws back the hands of time there, and they were good. Stan Hansen beat the pissed out of Dave Reardon. And that was good. You know, I wouldn't say it was a main event, even though it's in the main event slot. Doug Furnace and Mark Kyle were really good. We got a long match with Tommy Rich and Tim Horner. There was nothing wrong with it. It just was long with the State Patrol. This was a good little show, man. Um, nice little show. And they they it they made an infomercial out of it at times with JR constantly saying call and order the pay-per-view. So a minus for me, and Ole gets the Rolex. I want to mention one other thing before I throw to Doc for his closing thoughts on this show. Uh, Harper's not here, but don't forget you can order your very own video shout out from Hardbody Hopper. You can shout out a friend. You can cut a promo on your friend. You can have Hopper congratulated you on your wedding nuptials or whatever you got going in your life or insult someone. First thing you got to do, though, is email him at ChrisHopper16Wildcat at gmail.com. That's ChrisHopper16Wildcat at gmail.com. And email him to tell him what uh, what you want in your video specifically. If he has questions, he'll respond back. And then you got to PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Get your very own uh, video shout out from Hardbody Harper. so again email them then paypal them and this is in the show description so you'll be able to get it there uh the email address and the paypal address and then uh, a couple other things shout out to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe marotta and michael quinn the northern version of btt slightly classier a little bit more professional but still fun nonetheless they support us please support them and shout out to the bottom line cast with mike prue and jv They do the ECW show on our Patreon feed, uh, and they also do a free show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So make sure you check them out as well. Uh, They support us, please support them. Doc, on that note, I got a question for you. you If you've got anything else before we get out of here,
2: now look, you know, we obviously know that all those shows you mentioned are the JV squad, but how come you don't ever have any drama with any of those shows?
1: I mean, we're drama free here, man. We don't... I feel
2: like that you're not doing podcasting right by not, bro. you know, firing up some some fake controversies and, and and getting some drama going. I think that'd be really good for the show.
1: Let me tell you something. You know, the <laughs> reality, what you just said. That's that's what I'm not saying. It. There are people who do this, who do that. And it just ain't me. I, I'm not. It's hard.
2: Here's the thing people don't realize. It's hard enough for us to play this straight and get in the same room and cut a show. If we added any extra complexity to this, it shit would fall apart.
1: It's not that. It's just that I think a lot of times. Podcasters. They work themselves into a shoot more than the boys, worked themselves into a shoot in the That's 80s hard to and do. 90s. They all, they just worked themselves into a shoot. Like, I, let me say this. I've heard a few people take a pot shot or two at BTT. Who did? Honestly, they ain't worth my time. It's not worth my time and breath and energy to mention them nor to give oh, them I'm a free Eddie, plug by but, responding. But...
2: No, no, I'm petty. Let me know who this is, and I can turn my attention.
1: No, that's okay. I got this. I can handle it. You know, it. I
2: don't like to no-sell anything. I like to sell. I know. I like to you sell. have I'm trouble.
1: You, <laughs>
2: I like to sell.
1: You can't no-sell. <laughs> you are the worst at no-selling. The worst. There's only been one time where you talked me out of cutting a promo on someone. It's not even a podcaster. I don't want to give anybody ideas. It was, it was someone and you talked me out of it. You probably don't even remember it, but you were like... I have
2: no th- th- clue what we're doing here.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, but these podcasts, they work themselves into a shoot frequently in... Uh, the the angles are actually kind of better than some of the... Uh, all of the angles in pro wrestling. It's just not me, man. I, I don't... I don't hate anybody that much. And even if I did... I'm not going to waste my breath giving you a free plug on my show. And you could even shoot on me and get on your show and talk talk noise. Good Is for you, pal. Too? Thank you for the free plug. It happened with some someone. But it, it again, we ain't the top of the totem pole, but we ain't the bottom. Mm-hmm. And let's just say it wasn't worth my time and energy. Plus... I'm the yeah, type of person yeah, unless I'm working. There's only been one person I've ever cut a promo on this show. That
2: is it. The person that called you an N.
1: No, no, I'm talking about like you know when I've gone on my Triple H rants. Other than oh, that, yeah. you will never hear me on this show saying. Well, he's getting when I see that person, gonna... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z to him. I don't have time to do that.
2: They're gonna if sell have... that company out from under him, so he's gonna get his.
1: <laughs> sure. Agree. But my point is, I don't get on here and say things about other people. Like, I don't say I'm going to, you know, screw this person, screw that When I f him, F him. If you want to go with the Tommy Rich thing, I'd said it to his face. That wasn't anything said mm, outside of him. Talk. So the only person who I've ever got a pro Bowl on show is Triple H, and it was more or less having fun. Other than that, I don't get on here, and, and I don't think Harper does either. I'm going to... Well, Harper did say that he cut a promo on the AEW um, schoolgirl wrestlers and whatnot. He's... He, that one time. But for the most part, we don't we don't get on here and say we're going to beat somebody up. And so I'm just saying, people taking pot shots like that, good for them if that's what they do. That ain't me. If I got something to say to you, I'll wait till I say it and I'll say it... I'll wait and say it to your face if I ever see you. Other than that... Do it. We ain't getting no match in the ring. All right? Um. So... On that note, that's the long answer to your question. As now, I am getting blown up today.
2: Oh no! <laughs> oh like no, that. man! These are t- tiring times for the menace. Right. Well, um, I guess it's it's about time to uh, you know we've transitioned. We're transitioning as a as a show. Uh, don't don't take that the dirty way.
1: Yeah, um, like, well, the we're, we're out of
2: Thanksgiving <laughs> and we're into Christmas, so you know. Go get you a big jug of eggnog and put your little jammies on and you can get get you some sleep tonight.
1: Bro, I told you. I found me some Henny this past week. Oh, shit. I, I don't know if you noticed the bottle actually.
2: No, they were out. I went to my liquor store this weekend and they were out. I looked. I was going to you know, get but... a bottle just to prove that I could and maybe black market it over to you for twice the retail but uh they didn't have any
1: go look at the picture we'll talk about this next week that i sent you the picture of the bottle there's a certain league that's sponsoring henny and the bottle has their logo and stuff on it it's not even the regular bottle i'll send you a picture of the (laughs) regular bottle so anyway i even was like wow i got i got this promo bottle with uh with that league you love on it so anyway (laughs) i don't want to get into that now but uh, I found yep. me a bottle, and thank God I found me All a right. for, for, the, for, for for Thanksgiving. Uh, well, anyway.
2: There you go.
1: I know. On that note, anything else, Doc?
2: I think we should probably go ahead and uh, get on out of here, pal.
1: Get on the Kawasaki Mule and what, what's the thing? Right up in the
2: sunset. That's right.
1: All right, Doc. Well, Harper normally does it, so um, he's not here. Why don't you hit it for us?
2: Oh, okay. Book it, bitch.